Well, Bestie, the technology gremlin got us again this week, and we recorded a whole episode, Brooke and I, and then we lost it. And then we were supposed to record tonight, and Brooke got a flat tire and is getting help on the side of the highway. Damn technology. So I've got a very special episode for you. Welcome to Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke's substitute, Mark. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams from nightmares to the just plain bizarre. Join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up rum cycle. This week, we're reading one of my dreams that has to do with weird office meeting rooms and promotions. And we're also reading catnaps that have to do with performing frogs the Queen of England, and Dream Randos. All right, Bestie, let's get started. Woo! Stew! <laughs> that was a good woo. Look at you go. You almost sound like Brooke. You don't look anything like her. I'd like to introduce my husband, the one and only Mark. Hi. <laughs> this is not, uh, I think this is a little out of your comfort zone. It's very much so. Yes. I listened to some of the episodes and, uh, <laughs> right, this is out of my comfort zone. But everything I do pretty much is. But here we are. So okay. I'm going to read Matt. Uh, Matt. <laughs> Who's Matt? Um, whoops. I'm going to read Mark some catnaps tonight. Are you ready for some dreams? I am ready but for some dreams. Before we get started, we should probably have a shot. Just to calm the nerves, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, we got our fireballs here. It's going to help a little Usually bit. Usually we have to hear our song first. What song is that? Fireball. Do, 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 do. <laughs> okay. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for helping me out tonight. It's always a pleasure, Mindy. <laughs> You're always there for me. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So catnap episodes, we get started with one of my dreams. But actually it works out perfectly because this dream, you're in it. Excellent. And it, Are you sure it's appropriate? <laughs> it's appropriate. And it has to do with uh, our old job. Okay. So for our bestie out there who doesn't know, Mark and I used to work together. That's how we met at a software company. That's right. I was a project manager. You were a developer. I was. And you were those two things. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just agreeing. I don't know how this goes. <laughs> and uh, so we worked together for how many years? Um, I was at the company for about... Four and a half, and you probably left a half year before me. Yeah, and I was there for nine, so we worked four and a half years together. Yeah, roughly there, yeah. So this is a perfect uh, a perfect dream share. Okay. Feel, <laughs> I'm feel, very curious. <laughs> feel free to jump in and interrupt and give your okay. opinions, okay? Well, right, as long as, yes, <laughs> if this is historically uh, accurate. Okay. Mark and I were in an office working together. We both, we both knew... We both knew he was waiting on a promotion, but hadn't yet heard anything about it. Oh, you're mixing the new with the old there. <laughs> yes, I this see. is your new job <laughs> issue with versus the old job. Yeah. <laughs> this office had a very unique floor plan. First, there was a long hallway with bookshelves on each side. So think of a library. So there's like those bookshelves on each side of it, okay? But not the tall bookshelves, like the shorty shelves, like the uh, the kids section. Oh, right. Like you, what you'd see in grade school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I see your boss, Don, and his director, <laughs> George, walking towards me. Oh, George. Jorge. Jorge. Sorry. Jorge. <laughs> and they were heading to a meeting. So they were gra grabbing all the developers heading to a meeting. 
And so I decided I wanted to eavesdrop to find out if I could find out if you're getting this promotion. This was really the, literally the end of days at for <laughs> our careers at this company. Yeah, you can call it out. That. <laughs> right, because you're naming people who, and you're, okay, I'll stop there. No, you're good. Oh, you're, and this is probably the last office we were in because we, we were in two different places. You were in two no, different was, places. No, well, this was a library, so it really ended, wasn't an office at all. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. So I wanted to eavesdrop. <laughs> and, and we didn't have books. So. No, there's no books. A lot of shitty cubicles, though. Yeah, and shitty computers. So I'm, I duck between down this aisle to eavesdrop. I hear, overhear them talking about promotion, but I don't hear, I don't hear who it's for. So I'm just kind of like waiting, and they pass me. <laughs> so then it's at this point I notice, you know how like ma- the magazine racks used to be in libraries where you, they had like the periodicals, peri- periodical section? Periodically. You can't yes. just nod. You have to, it's audio. You have to. Oh, okay. <laughs> so used, in, instead of. I'm used to Zoom call. Instead of having the magazines, it was little packets of seeds, vegetable seeds. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't notice it before the office, but as I'm. Hiding in this little cubby, I found like all these different kinds of vegetable seeds. And they were very well organized. There was like a root vegetable section. There was a lettuce section. Right. Tomatoes. And that would be the only thing that was well organized at that company. <laughs> the seed section that was non-existent. So then there was a sign there that you could open up a package, take a few seeds home, and just put the rest of the package back. I thought this is kind of crazy. really nice. Yes, because you're actually mixing in weddings now. Because we've had weddings where they give away seeds. Right. We've also, we also have our own vegetable garden. So this is was... just bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I thought to myself, I didn't know this existed. And I made a mental note in my dream to come back later. I didn't have time to pick out my seeds at that point. Because you just noticed them. I'm After like, oh. worrying, working there for 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's some seeds. Mental note. Come back. <laughs> okay. So then I see you. And I see that you're getting pulled into this developer meeting. So as you start to walk by my seat aisle, I slap you on the back. The back? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, not the ass. <laughs> sl- that would have been like workplace harassment, Mark. Jeez. Well, yeah, I <clears throat> was looking for a lawsuit anyway. <laughs> Get it there. <laughs> so I slap you on the back and I give you a thumbs up. Because <laughs> I don't know that I have a feeling you're getting the promotion, but I don't know for sure. So I just. A thumbs up could be you're getting a promotion or you're getting fired. Either way. <laughs> Either way it would be a good. It's a bonus, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, so you get into this meeting. I realize that I'm late for my own meeting. This company back in the day really had like its own meeting per department. So there's a developer's meeting. There was a QA meeting. There was our project manager's meeting. One of those fucking stand-ups. Those meetings. So I'm late for my meeting. So I decided to go get to my meeting. So I go into a room full of project managers. Again, this office has a really weird floor plan. So when you open the door into the meeting room, it's a hotel room. It's got two queen beds, a TV, dresser, and that's where my meeting's taking place. This sounds familiar as well. How so? I don't know. You go on a a trip with the owner and uh, you might end up in one of these meetings. (laughs) Well, so the owner of the company was there (laughs) and so was his mistress. That's a fair way to say it, right? I sure. call her vice president now. Vice president, mistress, senior vice president. The only so there's it's, the room is full of project managers. The only place to sit is on the bed furthest from the door by the window. And I'm trying to sneak in because I'm late, so I'm like crawling because there's like a projector going on with like a meeting like slideshow, and I'm crawling underneath it and over all these people in the beds. 
I finally get to my spot and I have to sit like the very head, like by the headboard of the far bed. And there's three other people in bed with me. It's an uncomfortable place to work. It's it's not right. It's not right. Sounds right to me, but. I noticed, <laughs> I noticed a bottle of Coca-Cola in my hand at this point. And so I decide to open it. But as soon as they open it, it falls off the bed and Coke starts going everywhere, just fizzing like all over the bed, all over me. It's very distracting. And now I'm like, Everyone hates me in this room. Yeah, and they probably didn't before that. <laughs> no, no, they love me all. <laughs> all right. And so I decide to cover it up so like someone wouldn't notice. So I'm like covering my hand over like as it's fizzing everywhere. I'm just trying to like stop it in the bottle. Yeah. And it's just making a mess. And then at that point, I'm like, well, shit, now I got to wash my hands. So now I got to crawl over everyone again in the bed to go to the bathroom. You couldn't which... just wipe it on the blanket or the sheets. <laughs> no. <laughs> or stuff a pillow over it. I don't know. <laughs> nope. <laughs> You're on a bed for fuck's sake. <laughs> Just like crawl over one, and you know it's got an attached bathroom. It's a hotel room, and so oh, I just right, go in there to wash my hands. Just get under the covers. I should have, and that's it. And I, I just have this feeling that no one likes me. I'm hoping you get the promotion. I'm washing my hands, and then I woke up. And then you woke. So did I get the promotion? I don't, know. don't know. We don't. I, we don't know. I think that's we the do thing. know in real life. In real life, no. We both <laughs> left that company. We got married. And I was, and I was never like, up Bye. for a promotion because I wouldn't mm. work twelve hours a day. But anyhow, that was my dream. What do you think? Um, I thought it was very interesting, Mindy. I, like I said throughout the thing, it was mixing your current life, your past life, mm-hmm. and both businesses together. <laughs> and like the seeds thing. That, That's weird. I, the only place I've ever seen that was at a wedding. Yeah. Where they were like, they give the take seeds some away. seeds and then, you know, sprinkle them around. Of course, they were probably dandelion seeds. Watch love the, grow. Right. Here's some crabgrass seeds. Here's some uh, some dandelions. <laughs> right. Maybe a few sunflowers sprinkled if in. If you're lucky, know. a stock yeah. of corn. <laughs> they only have two years. We did find that out. We worked a wedding that was on a farm. We shot a wedding. And they were farmers, grew corn. And I think that was the first time you ever found out there's only two ears on a stock. Maybe three. Man, I was standing there. I'm right next to this these stalks of corn on the edge of the cornfield. And I Let- finally just take a good close look. At this seven feet tall yeah. corn plant, and um, and I'm like, all right, there's one, two, two ears of corn, and so <laughs> I asked the the uh, no, it was the bride actually, oh, the bride. It was her family, her family farm. farm, right? Yeah, um, how many? She's like two. <laughs> she didn't even like right. The she, yeah, and I'm like so. You grow all this for two ears of corn on each of these things, like acres and acres. And she said, well, actually, it's all feed corn. They grind it all up together. And that's why they only grow like maybe one acre of sweet corn Mm -hmm. for, you know, humans to just take out and eat fresh. But it's a lot of feed corn between Iowa and Illinois. But but they grind it all up together. Then they, I don't know how they do that. I do. I do appreciate the, the. Field of Dreams shot you did with the groomsmen. You had them all go into the corn and then walk out of the corn. That was a good shot. Well, half we'll of them to had to that. go in there to piss. And oh, good then, point. So I was like, well, when you're done <laughs> and zipped up, come back out. <laughs> not a moment too, not a moment before, please. But well, I'll post, oh, hell, I'll post it on the Instagram so people can see your fabulous men of the corn shot. <laughs> all right. I've got some catnaps for you. You ready? Yes. Okay. Is that what I'm supposed to say? I can't yes. nod my head. Yes, I am ready. Okay. This dream comes from Stephanie from Richland Hills, Texas. And it's very apropos. Of what? 
You'll find out. Okay. This has to be the weirdest and funniest dream I've had in a long time. I dreamt I ran into Queen Elizabeth at Home Depot. Her guards were with her, but I was allowed to approach her. (laughs) She had a crown and a sash on, and I asked her if people in Texas recognized her. Not with a crown and the sash. She said, not commoners, but the royals do. But they're discreet. She turned to walk away, and I put my hands on her shoulder to help steady her. Then I quickly pulled away because nobody touches the queen. She turned and smiled at me and then went on her way. Wow, what a dream. Who are the commoners in Texas? (laughs) I mean, who are the royals in Texas? Yeah, Right. How do you distinguish? <laughs> well, we're so sorry to hear about your queen there and in, in England. Long live the king, I think is a, the a right thing to say. Well, I say long live the queen and her fascist regime. <laughs> Sex pistols. Oh, okay. I <laughs> Obviously not a fan. I am. <laughs> Anarchy in the UK. No, you're not a big fan of that one? <laughs> no. Do you have any other songs that mention kings or queens or the band queen? Or I'm sure I could figure a few <laughs> out coming up. But This next dream comes from Beth from Philadelphia. You know, we have a lot of besties in Philadelphia. I no. don't know why or how, but we love you. Thank you for listening. Have you um, ever been to, I mean, you went to school in Boston. Do you ever go to Philly? Is it close? I, I have no idea. I, once broke down in, in Pennsylvania, not Philadelphia, just driving through, heading to New York. Kind of sounds like Brooks' evening. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we were on our way to Boston. That was a long time ago. But some very nice folks in uh, rural Pennsylvania towed us out of the um, ditch that our oh. U-Haul got stuck how in. Did, how did you get into a ditch in the first place? Well, imagine you're the dude driving the truck and you're oh, uh, no. 19 years old and... I don't know I where this is going. I won't say the next line, but we pull off to get gas. Wait, what's the next line? We're stoned. Oh, okay. Well, you can share that. <laughs> so we're 19, and <laughs> I'm, I'm stuck for some reason, middle of the night. This is probably 2 a.m., and we need gas. So we pull off, and it says gas, and there's no no gas station in sight. So we're like, all right, we got to turn around here, get back on the highway, find the next gas station. So I'm backing up, and my buddy who's uh, shotgun, I'm like, all right, dude, Look out of that mirror and tell me when I'm getting too close to the ditch. Oh, no. And he's like, yeah, yeah, got it. And apparently he just went right back to sleep. And so, <laughs> like in the three seconds it took him to be like, can you keep an eye on the mirror? And they wanted me to pay for this goddamn tow truck. Oh, damn. Right. It was like 50 bucks was a fortune at the time. Uh, right? When you're a student in college, yeah, that's a fortune. Well, well especially, back, especially back in when you went to college. In the 20s, yeah. In the 1920s. It was a long time ago. So before we got the tow truck, we had we were just standing on the side of the road, not knowing what to do. We, it was before cell phones. And so the fire chief just happens to be driving by with his family. And they see what's going on. And they're like, all right, here, you got to take these safety um, triangle fingers, <laughs> put them out here. Ding, ding, ding. Right, yeah. And all right, why don't you come mm-hmm. with back with me? We'll go back to my house. We'll call the tow truck. Oh, you could have been murdered. Yeah, guess who had to go with them? You? Yep. So, <laughs> How did you draw the short straw on that? I was driving and these guys were assholes. So what did it matter? You know? Um, I mean, at least he was with his family. Yeah, I sat in the back seat with his two daughters. And <laughs> it was very nice of him, though. <laughs> it was very nice. I'm glad you didn't die. Yeah, well, 
at that point, I probably wanted to. <laughs> like, who gives a shit, you know? No, but you're trusting. So, yeah, he took him back to his house. It was the most awkward fucking thing ever. And uh, he calls up his buddy, who's probably like, oh, cool, I get to make a, a quick 50 Ooh, bucks, right? Money. So he brings me, the fire chief brings me back there. It takes all of three minutes or sure. less to hook me up and pull that thing out of the ditch. Yeah. And we're like, all right, thanks. And pay him his money and go on our way. So that's my uh, Your Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania story. Right. But never been to Philadelphia. So <laughs> Hopefully I, someday. Yes. Sure. See that bell? Isn't that where the Liberty Bell is? Yes, okay. but I didn't want to make that reference. It's also where Rocky ran up the stairs, I think. That'd be fun, step- too. Yeah. There's a little statue or something. Okay, so going back to Beth yeah, from Philadelphia. Story. Sorry. So you see how to say sidebar. All right. Sidebar. Sorry, Beth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm I'm in an airport, and I see someone across the concourse who I cannot believe I see. I try to catch up with them and make sure they are who I think they are. The airport is approximately the size of the Mall of America. No matter how close I get, never quite get close enough. And they board their plane and fly away as I stand at the window. So. We never know who, who she thought she saw. Who, who could it be? Rocky? Not, yeah. The fireman? Did she figure out who she saw? No, she didn't say who she saw, but she thought she knew. She thought she knew she saw someone that she knew. Just could never get to them. The Queen of England? Well, it could have been anyone, a celebrity, <laughs> a friend from high school, and yet you got far enough to see their plane fly away. Like, that's so really quick plane. boarding, right. by so the way. Right, so you knew which plane they were on. <laughs> <laughs> they're like in Group C, and you're just waiting, but they were like Priority Express boarding. It was like us going to Jamaica. Why? Which group were we in going to Jamaica? It didn't matter. They're like, we're waiting for you. Get on the goddamn plane so we can oh. take off. Yeah, we yeah that's right. And they literally left. That as wasn't soon fair. As buckled in. So that wasn't fair. So we headed to Jamaica a few years ago, and our boarding time was like say ten forty in the morning. We get to our <laughs> gate at ten thirty. It's not even supposed to start boarding yet, and they're waiting on us. We're like, wait a minute, what? Sadly, we we had already gone what? through about three or four beers by that time. <laughs> yeah, we landed a little tipsy. They say it affects you more in the air. <laughs> yeah, that must have been it. Well, we're not good flyers. I mean, I get paranoid. Stop talking about drinking is what you're indicating. Here. No. Okay. Just our besties get the full honest truth. Mark doesn't like flying. Takes him a couple drinks. Yeah, I'm takes, not gonna lie. Yeah, it takes me a couple. Talk about, I don't care talk about, about flying. Encouragement. <laughs> I don't mind flying. It's just I like drinking. So, sure. Well, when you have to get up at 5 in the morning to get on a 10 a.m. flight, you know what I mean? Thank it's... God airport bars usually don't close. Well, if you're charging for fucking $16 a beer, <laughs> I mean, why would you ever close? Good point. All right. This next one comes from Mike from Irvine, California. I just had the weirdest dream that I was hanging out in a bar with Iceman and Maverick while laser beams shot over our heads and Frank Sinatra was singing My Way behind us. Wait, what? <laughs> Man, that's empowerment right there. You got you got you Val got, Kilmer, you have Tom Cruise, and you have Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Hashtag what does Tom Cruise dream? Um, no, I mean, think about that. That's uh you got a laser show going over your head. I mean, <laughs> you got all the testosterone in the room <laughs> that you could possibly handle. Especially if they were in their like 
well, Air I'm, Force I'm thinking they're in uniform. the prime, yeah. right? It's yeah. like, look at me. I'm Top Gun, motherfuckers. And it's my way or the Skyway. Or the Skyway. <laughs> the, sky, the Indiana Skyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> there is, oh, that Skyway. <laughs> there is a tollway here called the Indiana Skyway. Why it's called the Skyway, I don't know, but. Well, because it's higher than the other tollways and costs more. It costs about $20 <laughs> to get to Indiana. Right. Okay. All right. Next. Not, <laughs> this next one comes from Kristen from Canada. Woo. Woo. Okay. This is a little darker. You ready for a dark one? Oh, I prefer those. Okay. So I had this dream where I realized that I was dreaming. And so in my dream... I wow, that was a real pregnant pause there. <laughs> like, was that for dramatic effect? Or was it just, <laughs> no, because I lost my read? place on the page. That's what I I should have made the font bigger. <laughs> so I told this man in my dream that I made up, Rando, this Rando guy in my dream, that he wasn't real. And he just was a figment of my imagination and was part of my dream. He then fell down to his knees and started sobbing and asked me, how long... <laughs> How long do I have left? I just said, I don't know. Whenever I wake up, I guess. And then he just cried even harder and louder. And then I woke up. Wow. I feel for that guy. (laughs) He's like, what, I'm not real? No, he's like, what are those, they, what are those game things called? NPC? And and non, non fungible token, non character player. And, Whatever that 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 movie, the free guy, free guy, yeah, free guy. So it's the same concept, right? They don't. He doesn't know. He's just one of those. Like he's not a real character in the game. He's, he's just, like eh, eh, reset, eh, 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 reset. Yeah, but he's not. Real. But he figured like they put some artificial intelligence in there that made him a real person. I never saw the movie. You should see it. We paid for it. Watch it. <laughs> Mark's random movie. Recommendation of the day? Don't have a good day. Have Have a a great day. Okay. This one comes from Morgan. Non-player character? NPC. It's something like that. I'm not a gamer, so. You're not a gamer. This next one comes from Morgan. I'm a player. (laughs) Sorry. You ain't a player, but you crush a lot. I like it when they call me Big Papa. No? (laughs) No, I'm a player hater. Okay. <laughs> this next one comes from Morgan. She from Tomball, Texas. Where? Tomball, Texas. How do you spell that? T-O-M-B-A-L-L. Tomball. Wow. It's titled Old Man. I ha- well, First she starts it by explaining things. I have the kind of dreams where I float above my body and watch myself sleep. This is a symptom of post-traumatic stress disorder and a REM sleep disorder and is called depersonalization. Wow. Okay. Because of this, most of my dreams consist of things happening to me in the room I'm actually sleeping in. The location of my dreams are often the actual surroundings in real life. Okay, so that's a preface. Here's a dream. One night, I'm sleeping in bed and an elderly man appears. He sits on my bed, dressed in a plaid shirt, khaki pants, and dress shoes. He looks like the average suburban grandfather. But I can feel that his energy is extremely menacing. Mm. I look at him and say, I know you're not real. He laughs and stares into my eyes and says, if I weren't real, could I do this? And knocks all the books on my bookshelf to the ground. 
I awaken in real life to the sound of the crash of all my books on the floor. I can't explain how this happened, because if I had thrown the books myself, I should have been awoken standing next to the bookshelf on the other side of my room. But I woke up under the covers in my bed. That is dark. (laughs) Are you creeped out? I am, but I wonder where the PTSD came from. That I don't know. There's so many places that PTSD can come from. And, la- and la- a couple weeks ago, last week, last week we did a dream, uh, told a story about a new Apple Watch app that just got released by, or approved by the FDA for PTSD dreaming to, oh, help, to help with. I did not know that. I don't think you listened to that episode last week. Mm-hmm. I might have been busy. <laughs> Doing one of the million things I usually have you do to help me out. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But it's scary. I mean, can you imagine like sleeping and then something waking you up for like the sound from your dream, but it's real? No, no, thank you. No, but how many times have you woken up from a real sound and it was in your dream before you actually woke up and then realized where the sound came from? Yeah, that does happen a lot. Right. Or it works its way into your dream, like an alarm or something. And all of a sudden there's an alarm going off in your dream, like a fire alarm. But then you realize it's an actual like alarm you set to get up for work. Yeah, it could be anything like that. But right, your subconscious, subconscious. See, it's not that easy podcasting, is it? No. Um, (laughs) Recognizes it before your conscious mind does. And you actually wake up and be like, what the hell's going on? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's. Doesn't explain how the books flew off our shelf, but. No, but you hopefully there's a logical. I think think that's uh, maybe haunted house. Maybe you should move. Yeah, just pack up and move. I would just wait to see if it happens again. <laughs> Have you ever... I wouldn't go to any extreme measures. Just no, yet. just move. Did put, you... put a security camera in that room and see where the book's like for mm. next time, right? Did you ever experience anything ghostly? Well, funny you should ask, Mindy. <laughs> the, the... I don't, I don't, I'm just asking. I don't even know if I know the story, do I? I doubt it. Okay. Maybe not. Um, when I was really little, like I, I have memories from when I was very young, three, four years old. And we lived in this one apartment, my family and I, when we were really young. It was a shitty apartment. But (laughs) the point is, (laughs) we lived on the second floor, and we would play in this courtyard. And so we would all, all, and there was two families, and we'd all go run upstairs. And after we were done playing in the courtyard, and you had to open the first door, which was cool. Was it supposed to be like a security door? No. No, no we didn't believe in security back in the 80s. Please. So <laughs> so you open the first door and and I was I could open the first door, but the second door that led up to the stairs upstairs, you didn't need a key for it. You you just it was just heavier. Mm-hmm. And I was too little to actually pull it open. And I was the last one to go up there as everyone went up and no one noticed that. I and I ran up there. It just as the door shut. Yes. Okay, terrifying. How old were you, do you think? um, We moved from there before I was in kindergarten, so I wasn't in kindergarten yet. Yeah, just let your kids just run around. How old are you in kindergarten? Five. All right, so I was no older than four, and... It, the door shut, and I knew I was fucked. Like I'm just—is like, that, is that the actual what you're thinking when you're four? Where you're like, ah, oh, damn, I'm fucked. No, that's, you're like, ah, oh, shucks. No, the <laughs> attitude you have now when you get like a fender bender is like, I'm fucked. 
<laughs> you know, back then you're like, oh God, Mom? oh God, I'm dying, right? <laughs> this is the end. Now I see where all the anxiousness just settles with you right. the rest of your life, well, Mark. Well, when you have parents like, <laughs> never mind. So I'm pulling at the door and I, I can't open it and I'm banging on it. No one can hear me because no one gives a shit. So the laundry room is right next to there. So I'm in the laundry room. I'm just like, throw, like just crying and laying on the ground. And like, it, I had this weird, yeah, it sucked. It traumatized. I, I remember to this day. Yeah. And at some point, I don't know, I felt like I was like lifted up off of my feet and then dropped back to the ground. Okay. Yeah. Poltergeist-ish, like? Well, please? that was when I went to synagogue a lot. So I was oh, like, oh, a- God freaking oh, picked God me up and dropped me up. down, right? Like, yeah, that's when I became. But and then did the door, he just picked you up and put you down the laundromat room. I was already in there. Okay. That's where you got picked up and put down was the laundromat. That was the sensation I had. It was probably just all in my mind. You know what I mean? I probably just fell down to my face and like, (laughs) because I was just so like hyperventilating from crying. Who knows? Right. But that was the sensation I had. But either way, I don't know, 10 minutes later after. I, they noticed I wasn't in the apartment yet. Yeah, that's nice. Were your sisters with you? Oh, everyone made it upstairs. <laughs> Where's that Mark kid? Um, is that he? Is he the the, the little guy? The little guy who's yeah. who's always an asshole. Yeah. That one? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen him since we were yeah. outside. Well, it's nice and peaceful now, so let's just <laughs> let's just keep let's keep playing. Oh, well, that's man. creepy. Yeah, good that, story though. Thank you. All right, moving on. This one will make you laugh. I hope so. Well, it's written big enough. (laughs) This one comes from Sean from Baltimore, Maryland. I just had the weirdest dream where inserting an entire cheese stick into your ear canal was the latest health fad. Is there an ending to that? (laughs) Nope, that's the dream. It's a catnap, short and sweet. I wouldn't recommend that. I don't think that's a good way to be healthy. I mean, I've been to weddings where I would do this for sure. I would just make sure the cheese stick cooled down enough to actually jam. Oh, it I was thinking air. like a, not a like a cheese curd stick. I was like a mozzarella stick. I was thinking just like a cold cheese stick. Yeah, that one I would use probably right out of the fridge. Just cut it into the right. Just so size. you didn't have to listen to music anymore at the end of the night. Screaming music. I don't know. The, the ambient noise is is awful sometimes. Do you want me to bring some cheese sticks for tomorrow? I would not put marinara on it first, oh. although that might help grease it to get it in there. That's gross. <laughs> That's so gross. It is disgusting. You me like, ew. Dip it in olive oil. That'll go in some smoother. <laughs> Slap a little KY on it. Goes right in. Mm. Oh. Okay. I've got another queen dream. Are you ready? This one comes from Caroline. From Idaho Falls, Idaho. I would prefer a drag queen dream. Hey, bestie out there, if you have any drag queen dreams, let us know. You can submit. Actually, this is a great time to say. If you have any dreams you want to share with us, any dream stories, any levitation things that happen in a laundry room, if you like (laughs) cheese sticks in your ear, go ahead and just, (laughs) well, maybe I don't want to know those ones. Go ahead and email us at at revelations at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your dreams and your dream stories. Now are you ready for a queen dream, not a drag queen dream? Yes, I am. I just had the weirdest dream. In my dream, I played tennis with the queen, and I got mad at her because she won, and she was actually really sassy about it. Let me ask you one thing. 
There's more than one queen. Um, considering these are people from Idaho and the U.S., I'm guessing they're talking the Queen of England. Netherlands has a queen. Um, I think that's kind of lesser known. Oh. I'm guessing it's the queen, and I wonder if she's playing tennis at like 80, or if she was like in her prime in her 20s. Hmm. Oh no, you make an excellent point there. She goes on to say, "I was the last person to see her alive." At the same time, my husband... (laughs) She died on the tennis court? (laughs) I don't know. I keep reading. At the same time, my husband was wanted for a murder of some other guy that I accidentally killed. We were both helping the police by providing testimonials at the Queen's house. This seems very complicated. So you accidentally killed someone before the match with the Queen. And then the Queen died. I think you may be guilty. No, but there's a separate murder in this so far. There's two murders. No, the queen just died. Well, did she? Hmm? No. I'm pretty sure she was. I've seen enough Lifetime movies. I know how this works out at the end. (laughs) You're 97. Who gives a fuck? (laughs) She goes on to say, I was afraid of being a suspect, so I pretended not to know what happened to the queen. And my husband had the body of the other guy that I killed because he was just trying to figure out who it belonged to. We were both nervous the police would find us out, but neither of us knew the other one was involved with anything sketchy. Like, it sounds like they he might have killed the queen. She killed this guy. It's like a double. It's like Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, you got you to get your story straight first. Get your alibi established. Where are they from? This is from, they're from Idaho Falls, Idaho. Mm. Are you thinking this is a confession? It's it's beginning to sound like this could be used in the court of law, but no, that's pretty fucked up. I don't even know what to say about that. The queen part's interesting. The other part's very odd. Oddly specific. Very specific. Okay, last one. This one comes from Diane from Borough Beach, Florida. I love Florida. The warm weather, the humidity. The beach. The beach. Okay. I had the weirdest dream last night. I went to work for a lady who trained frogs for live performances. So think of like a a flea circus, but with frogs. I'm sure it's a big hit at birthday parties. (laughs) Suddenly, she decided to take her shows in a different direction. So she placed all the frogs into a shuttered room. A shuttered room? What's a shuttered room? A shuttered room. It had shutters on it. Yeah, it'd be like a prison, basically. And gassed them. Well, there you have it. (laughs) My job was to pick up and dispose of the frog bodies. Shuttered room? (laughs) (laughs) Call that like an execution chamber. (laughs) A gas chamber, maybe? Uh, Yeah, that would make more sense. I'm just not shutters like the cute ones on windows. This is a frog execution mark. Sad. No, this is fucking awful. This is amphibious. <laughs> Suicide. Amphibious extinction. Amphibiocide. I don't know. What amphibiocide. That's the name of the episode. Good job. You got it. <laughs> amphibiocide. Okay. When I entered the room, they were all on their backs with their, li- <laughs> their little flippers. With their little feet tightly clenched, except for the middle digits sticking out, giving the finger. And then I woke up. <laughs> Thank God you woke up then because 
I don't know where this is going to go. And though she, she says, she ends it with, although I have eaten frog legs long ago. I, th- I don't know if I'd add that part. I think they are dear little creatures deserving of life. Could you imagine like little, cur- like little frogs that are just like, pink, just giving the finger because right, you shuttered them in a room. Aren't they webbed? They are a good point. So when they stick up with their webs, they have to put their whole hand up. I t- Fuck you. <laughs> well, you do it any way you can. Well, I mean, they were out of jobs anyway. So what else do they have to live for? Well, apparently not their legs. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Real quick in um, some pod news, Mark. I know you live for the pod news. I sure do. I just want to share one more quick email we got from a new listener, Gina. And it's kind of uh, a little bit of a dream, but it, uh, it's it's funny. So um, I'll get your take on this. Gina from where? Uh, Gina, I don't know where you're from. So let us know where you're from. All right. It goes, guys, I just discovered your podcast, which is going to be a problem for you because I frequently want to share my dreams. I'll try to limit it to the really vivid and interesting ones. But first of all, I just wanted to say that every pooping dream I've ever had has taken place in public places where the bathrooms are without discrete stalls and are always co-ed. So you're pooping in front of everyone, both sexes. It's always slightly embarrassing, but as Mindy said in her pooping dream, everyone is doing it. Just not together. <laughs> not usually. You you need that separation. <laughs> You did. Unless you're in the military, I guess they all... Oh, I wouldn't Yeah, no, I wouldn't know and I wouldn't want to know. Right. But thank you, Gina, for sending in your little catnap and thanks for all the kind words. And we're looking forward to getting all those dreams in. And if you get any non-pooping ones in, I think uh, that'd be delightful as well. <laughs> Can you imagine if that's the only thing you had? Yeah, you know? there must be some trauma there. <laughs> or you just need to go relieve yourself before bed. In front of everybody? No, just in, not in the bed, in your own bathroom, in private. Okay. Oh, you think that would help with the dreams? Yeah, maybe if you just went to the bathroom before bed. Mm. Maybe. Yeah, I no, I think this is more of a, well, when I have a dream that I have to, to, to go to the bathroom, like piss. Um, it's usually my, my really I, I don't have a dream I'm pissing in front of 20 people. I just <laughs> have a dream I'm going to piss in my bed. Or I'm standing. In I'm front so of glad toilet. you've never done that. <laughs> By the way, just for the record, Mark has never pissed the bed, and I appreciate that. It it comes with not small effort. All right, if you're enjoying our episode, and hey, if you enjoyed getting this special episode with my dear husband Mark, let us know. You can share your thoughts about the episode with us over at remulations.com/support. There, you can follow us on social media. You can find our Facebook group of fun besties. You can also join our sleepover squad. Mark, uh, why, Mark, why haven't you joined yet? Well, because I'm not sleeping over. You sleep over every night. Right, but not with your squad. Fair but, enough. But, you know, enough requests and I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough of you to go around. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, what are you saying? Not that way. <laughs> of your big heart, Mark. Okay. <laughs> so head over to revelations.com slash support to find out how you can... Share your support. Actually, one of the best ways you can share your support of the show is by telling your best friend. Tell your bestie about the show. You can also tell... Tell your bestie and they'll do the resty. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. You can tell your bestie. 
You can tell that coworker you fell in love with. You can tell the frog executioner. Don't tell her. Well, I mean, maybe she's got good dreams. We got to know. Or tell Iceman and Maverick about the show. We'd appreciate it. The more you guys share the show, the more we grow, and the more we can keep doing this each and every week for you. Did you have fun today? Yeah, of course I did. Thanks for sending in all those catnaps and and letting me be part of the show. I had a blast. Uh, Brooke, good luck. Hope you, you made it home safe. Yes, she's you, text, she said she texted me when she got home. Okay. Did she? Um, I haven't checked my phone, so okay, I hope Okay. Well, hope so. her ass better be here next week. <laughs> All right, Bestie. Thanks for a fun night, and thanks for you, Mark. Oh, thank you. All right. Until next week, sweet, sweet dreams, dreams, bitches. <laughs> All right. Hey, good job on that. Thanks. <laughs> I didn't know where we were going. Love it. <laughs>